the Tom Sumner Program. Old Fashioned Radio for a New Generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Tom, easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call The X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to The Tom Sumner Show. Sent me an email on my computer. I 
stole my telephone Anyway, she can get in touch with me to tell me She wasn't coming home, no Look at her my window I'm looking down on the streets below
working way down on the streets below. In a stretch of quarantine that lasts until July A super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus And if you got a better cough in your arm And if you got a better... <coughs> now back in 1918, influenza had its run But half the docs were busy overseas with World War I Today we have mass media and scientists to say If you don't want this virus, well then stay six feet away Super damn important that we practice isolation Cause we're asymptomatic while it's an incubation We'll overwhelm our hospitals if there's not mitigation It's super damn important that we practice isolation If we don't do it, then we're all gonna die If we don't do it, then we're all gonna die And so I hope at last you'll take this lesson here to heart Cause it's already scary and we're only at the start If you get bored, just think of the immunocompromised Who can't go much of anywhere unless it's sterilised Oh, super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus If we don't act quick and social distance, it will mire us In a stretch of quarantine, the last until July A super bad, transmittable Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. Super bad, transmittable, contagious, awful virus. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program. In this hour, we're going to talk about... Uh, Self-monitoring and and ways of controlling blood pressure with uh, an expert on the subject. He is the um, Chief of Cardiology at Research Medical Center in Kansas City, Missouri, Dr. Willie Edward Lawrence, Jr. He's also a longtime volunteer for the American Heart Association. He volunteers his expertise for them, and he's volunteering his expertise for us this morning. And uh, joining me by phone is Dr. Lawrence. Hi, Willie. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Hello. How are you, Doing okay, doing okay. Uh, you know, I want to ask you about high blood pressure because I, I was reading that uh, roughly half of Americans have high blood pressure. Um, is it, I, What are the factors that lead to high blood pressure? It, is it the American diet or is it our lifestyle? Well, it's, 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 it's both. And uh, for almost all populations, uh, ultimately, a 
uh, you are at higher risk of having a, developing high blood pressure as you age. Uh, certainly your environment influences your, your blood pressure, uh, what you eat, how active you are. All those things help to predict uh, high, high blood pressure. But uh, certainly uh, where you live has a tremendous impact, whether it's urban, whether it's rural. All of those, uh, those environmental things can have a tremendous impact on blood pressure. And, and when we talk about monitoring blood pressure, um, what's, what's the best way for people to do that? Is it regular checkups with a doctor? Is it going to those little, uh, those little machines at the, at the mall? <laughs> Is it having your own blood pressure cuff? What, what do you recommend? Well, you know, there's a the, there's a measurement of blood pressure that uh, occurs on a regular basis once you've been diagnosed with hypertension, and there's also the importance of screening. And screening uh, can occur in the in the uh, certainly in the doctor's office, but it may occur at a at a uh, at a community event. It may occur at a kiosk in an airport. Uh, and, and but what you have to recognize is that. That gives you some clue as to what your blood pressure is. Ultimately, it's important that blood pressure be measured accurately uh, in a doctor's office or accurately in a uh, self-monitored, self-measured home blood pressure uh, uh, program. But it, uh, the the accuracy of that measurement is, uh, is is incredibly important. Making certain that you have a, a device that is uh, validated uh, is important. Uh, so there are any number of ways that you can have blood pressure screened to know whether you might have blood pressure, and then ultimately it needs to be measured accurately in a in a uh, in more of a medical setting or followed over time at at home in a, in a way that uh, that is uh, that is accurate. And with you know the the fact that I mentioned, close to half of American adults have high blood pressure. But also with that is only about 22% of them have it controlled. And, and it is a controllable risk factor when you're thinking about heart disease and stroke. You know, one, one great concern is that people know they have high blood pressure, but yet sometimes in uh, 85% of the people may be on blood pressure medicine but typically, uh, less than 25% actually have their blood pressure controlled, and and people are fooled because they they figure that hey, I go to the doctor and I'm on a medication, uh, my blood pressure is treated. But uh, sometimes uh, being on a blood pressure medicine may give you a false sense of security. It's important that you that you know your numbers. It's important that you you know that if you have high blood pressure, that you actually uh, are achieving a uh, a blood pressure of less than 130 over 80 if you're being treated for hypertension. And ideally, your blood pressure is less than 120 over 80 to, to avoid ever um, being uh, having that label of hypertension. So it, uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's important that you not only be taking medications, but you are being treated to goal and that you're involved and you know what that goal is for you. And for most Americans, the treatment to goal is a blood pressure Less than 130 on the top number. More about high blood pressure with cardiologist Dr. Willie Lawrence. Straight ahead. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Hornets. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You know, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. Hello. Speaking. Oh, dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed! It's a robocall! Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate, but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, File a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it. You're busy. But you know, Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. 
Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to Tom Sumner Program. More about high blood pressure with cardiologist Dr. Willie Lawrence, straight ahead. And I I can't help wondering how much stress impacts uh, high blood pressure, And, and I raise that issue to ask if you have noticed um, an increase in high blood pressure uh, due to the the fact that so many people have been uh, dealing with anxiety because of the pandemic. They've been closed up at home and every everybody's uh, together 24-7 and, and that creates some stress for people. Have you seen a rise in blood pressure rates that that is somehow pandemic related well, I, I wouldn't say that necessarily that rates of blood pressure have increased during this pandemic we know that over the, the last many years the rates of control for blood pressure uh, have have decreased we also know that uh, COVID-19 has been really uh, in, important in identifying the importance of managing high blood pressure we know that in this era of COVID, people aren't going to the doctor's office as often. Uh, we also know that if you have high blood pressure and you develop COVID, you're more likely to be hospitalized for COVID. You're more likely to, to die for, from COVID. And, and that's why it's so incredibly important that we, that, we, uh, that we manage hypertension well, that we follow it uh, uh, closely. Um, uh, you know, the... There certainly is a lot of pressure on people on a, during this time of uh, of COVID, uh, and, and certainly that type of stress, that type of uh, daily stress, can contribute to higher rates of of hypertension and and, and, ele- and chronic elevations of uh, of uh, blood pressure. Just like the stress of of living and the stress of uh, of, uh, of, of of being poor can lead to high blood pressure. The, the stress of, of not having enough income, the social determinants of, of health are, are so incredibly uh, important and they so much impact our, uh, our average blood pressure over time. And, you know, I, when we first started planning to have this conversation, uh, I had, had, have an email here that makes reference to um, monitoring, managing, and control over high blood pressure in vulnerable communities. What do you consider vulnerable communities with regard to high blood pressure? No, well, vulnerable communities are like the one I just moved to, Benton Harbor, Michigan. Uh, blood pressure control is different in Benton Harbor, Michigan than it is across the St. Joseph River in St. Joseph, uh, Michigan. I mean, you're vulnerable uh, if you live in a, in a, a desert whether that's a, a, a food desert, whether it's a desert without a pharmacy, whether it's a desert without medical care, and communities such as uh, Benton Harbor exist as, as deserts. And people, uh, people in, these, in these communities uh, tend to have uh, higher blood pressure, and they tend to be, have less access to good care. So uh, it's 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 uh, where you where you live, where you work, where you where you play, uh, whether you work or whether you have a chance to play. All those things lead influence uh, leads to higher stresses, and it can lead to a high blood pressure over time. Are there any 
any warning signs or symptoms about um, elevated blood pressure? Do you get a headache, or is there some something that might tip you? Hey, I, something's off here. I need to get this checked. Uh, the answer is when blood pressure is markedly elevated. There certainly could be, uh, but some certain people certain people walk around with markedly elevated blood pressure and no symptoms at all, and that's why historically people have, descri- have described high blood pressure as the silent killer. You can't wait to have symptoms to know that your blood pressure is elevated. It's important that you have your blood pressure measured. You should know that really the only reliable way of knowing whether you have high blood pressure is to have it measured, to have it measured accurately uh, with a, a validated device. And should people have a validated device, especially in this day of uh, um, what video medicine? I think that they should. We know that the the best predictor of uh, outcomes related to to high blood pressure is blood pressure measured at home, so-called self-measured home blood pressure, and that's why it's becoming uh, more and more a part of our practice, more and more a part of our approach to the management of hypertension, not just the, the blood pressure that's measured in your doctor's office, but the blood pressure that's measured in the home with a validated device, even some of these new devices that are Bluetooth-enabled, such that you can check your blood pressure at home and have that information immediately uploaded to a server and therefore having your physician have uh, or healthcare provider have access to that blood pressure without you having to even go into the, into the office. So, you know, we have to be able to use technology effectively uh, to, to help with this, uh, these rising uh, rates of hypertension and the, and the, uh, and the low rates of uh, control of that high blood pressure. Is watching someone's weight important in, in trying to stave off high blood pressure? Uh, yes, yeah, certainly uh, the, the lifestyle choices that we, we, we make, and sometimes we don't make those choices, can influence our blood pressure. And obesity, which is uh, rampant in, across the United States, is one of the things that uh, leads to elevations of uh, blood pressure. It's important that we, that we watch our, our diet, that we, uh, that we um, have a diet that's uh, high in fruits and, and, and vegetable, vegetables and less in the way of processed food, less in the way of of, 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 of foods that are high in, in sodium. Uh, so certainly maintaining a healthy weight is incredibly uh, important to, um, to avoiding hypertension. And then if you develop high blood pressure, it's extremely important in treating that high blood pressure. It can effectively lower uh, blood pressure significantly. And, and I would think that, that watching your weight and, and diet and exercise are also important um and and things that may have gotten pushed aside a little bit because of the pandemic i know i don't know about you willie but i've put on a few covid pounds from spending an awful lot of time binge watching hulu and netflix and eating some of my favorite snacks yeah but uh you know what's what's great about the time in our country now is that we have a vaccine, okay, and then it's important that people people get vaccinated uh, for for COVID because once you do that, 
you can more safely uh, take off the mask and more safely go to the gym uh, and work in, indoors. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always been safe to, to be outside. A little harder to be outside in the winter walking in, uh, in Saginaw, Michigan uh, right. than it is in, uh, in, in Florida. Uh, but this is, a, this is a good time for us to refocus as a, as a nation and to, 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 to appreciate this, this awakening that we, uh, we can come out. You know, spring's, spring's here, summer's ahead of us, and, and now it's the time to, to, uh, to get vaccinated. Now is the time to, to dedicate yourself to exercise, to walking, to going to the gym, to walking in the mall, uh, 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 knowing that it can, be done, uh, it can be done safely so that we can, uh, can uh, arise from this pandemic as a nation healthier uh, than we were when we started. And and what can communities do? Are there certain communities that that have more people at risk and are there any ethnic or gender considerations? Are are there certain people that um should be more on alert? Well, I think that we should all be on alert. Uh, we know that there are certain communities where the 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 prevalence of high blood pressure is higher than uh, than other communities. Uh, a lot of those are predicted. We know that African Americans, the Black Americans, have higher rates of of, uh, of high blood pressure. We know that uh, we know that in uh, that in rural areas, the the rates of high blood pressure are high. The rates of control are 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 low. Uh, quite frankly, your, your zip code is as much a predictor of whether or not you're at risk for developing a high blood pressure, uh, as your, as your genetic code. Uh, so certainly, uh, uh, the, these, these communities are at risk, uh, but we also know that within these communities, there are, there are, uh, organizations that can help in our effort, uh, to manage blood pressure. We know that through the Heart Association, we have programs that, that, that encourage uh, involvement with community centers and encourage involvement with uh, sororities or, and places of, uh, of worship. Uh, our, our, the goal and the, and the way that we can best treat hypertension uh, as a heart association organization uh, is to meet people where they are. And we meet people uh, where they work and play every day, and so many of our programs are dependent upon that. Uh, and that's certainly true with uh, this, uh, this and heightened by this uh, National Hypertension Control Initiative that's underway at this time. Is there um, a a checklist or a uh, a to do list for monitoring and managing blood pressure? Well, well, certainly at our uh, we have several websites. An important website is uh, Target VP. At that website, you can uh, certainly uh, there's, a, there's an image that shows us how to to accurately measure blood pressure at home. The the the, the processes you go through to uh, to measure your own blood pressure. It's not and what we see, for instance, in a doctor's office. Sometimes when they're rushed, just that the patient goes in, and the first thing they do is they they sit that person down in there. They measure their blood pressure, and that's not the, the that's 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 the first misstep in measuring blood pressure. Not waiting the, the appropriate five minutes for a person to to uh, to rest. So certainly, uh, the, the target BP site is a great place to go to uh, learn how to 
uh, accurately uh, measure blood pressure at home as a as an individual patient. When we take a blood pressure, um, take our blood pressure, and there are some great devices that make it very easy to do and easy to read the results. But what are we actually measuring, Willie? Is it uh, there are two numbers? There's there's one num- number over another number, and and I'm not sure what those two represent. Well, when, when the heart contracts, it generates a pressure in the arteries of the body, and that top number is called the systolic blood pressure. That's the peak blood pressure that's generated when the heart contracts. And then the bottom number is the lower uh, pressure that, uh, that is present just as the heart is about to contract again, and that's called systolic and diastolic blood pressures, respectively. Uh, they both are, are predictive of... Of, uh, of of developing complications from hypertension, we tend to focus on the top number and and determining whether someone's blood pressure is controlled. Uh, once that blood pressure gets above 120, that's considered elevated blood pressure. Once it gets above 130, you know that's considered uh, high blood pressure, and we typically will try to treat blood pressure to a level of 130 over 80 in someone who has hypertension, high blood pressure. And we mentioned sort of parenthetically that this is this is controllable. Um, is it completely controllable without medication, or if you have high blood pressure, you should be on a blood pressure medicine? It depends. It's it's driven by the numbers, gotcha. uh, and most people who present with high blood pressure, they'll present with a blood pressure that's greater than one uh, one forty. Uh, and most of those patients, at least initially, are going to are going to need blood pressure medicines. Typically, a person with high blood pressure may need three to four blood pressure medicines. Sometimes there are, that includes combination medicines, so you're only taking uh, one or two pills a day. Uh, and you, but the good news is that blood pressure medicines tend to to be less expensive. The copays or for generics are tend to be less expensive and affordable by most. Uh, 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 most people, but most people will, uh, with hypertension, will initially uh, require uh, blood pressure medicines. But ultimately, our hope would be to make the, help them make the lifestyle changes that will allow them to get off of those uh, those blood pressure blood pressure medicines. Uh, but most people will ultimately require some medication, but hopefully, uh, that won't necessarily need to be a a, a, a long term necessity. And I've, you know, I've seen skits and, and scenes in movies and, and comedy programs where somebody gets upset with somebody and they start freaking out because their blood pressure's going up. Um, are there certain kinds of activities that will automatically elevate your blood pressure? No. Well, most activity will elevate blood pressure, but that's not a bad thing. Uh, exercise raises your blood pressure. The reason we do stress tests in the office when people walk on the treadmill is that that's one way to, to stress the heart. And stress in general raises uh, blood pressure. But it's uh, but hypertension, uh, that diagnosis occurs when that elevated blood pressure uh, exists during times of rest. Wow. That's why it's important that you wait five minutes be- when you, before you check a blood pressure because everyone's blood pressure 
uh, goes up, but that doesn't uh, elevated blood pressure in and of itself uh, does not lead to a diagnosis of, of hypertension. It's when that when your blood pressure is consistently elevated at rest that we uh, we get predictions of of, of of high risk of stroke and high risk of heart disease and developing uh, renal failure. That's that's uh, elevated blood pressure is is not the same thing as the diagnosis of hypertension. And are there certain kinds of um, conditions where too much exercise is is bad for someone that has hypertension? Well, if you have hypertension and you're not having it treated, uh, then it can be bad to exercise. That's why treatment is so incredibly important because if you're if you're hypertensive at baseline and then you go out for a run and your blood pressure is consistently probably greater than 200 during that time of running, you put yourself at risk. So, so control is important. I mean, control is important. And once your blood pressure is, is, is controlled, there, there's a much, much less risk of, uh, of some complication related to, uh, to, uh, to excessive uh, uh, exercise. Uh, exercise is good, uh, and ex- exercise uh, will certainly, in, in, in many instances, lower the uh, actually the lower number, the diastolic blood pressure. So, um, you know, it's it's most Correct. of us don't have to worry about excess exercise uh, as, uh, leading to some uh, some uh, some negative impact upon our body. That's uh, we we need to find other excuses for not exercising <laughs> and allow ourselves to tell that one. And and we do manage to find them, um, but but okay. I, I'm just thinking about and you and I know this because we live in the north. But um, but I, you know I, I see people on uh, local news cautioning people about shoveling snow. Well, there, there are different types of of exercise, and shoveling snow is one is just like lifting weights. You know, th- those are not heart healthy uh, ways to increase your level of uh, level of activity. Uh, it, it, we want aerobic exercise that uh, increases your your heart rate without increasing the you know the stress uh, uh, against which your heart has to to uh, to contract, and, and that that's uh, you know it's it's unhealthy. It's 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 unhealthy over time. Uh, it's not the kind of exercise, not the the uh, the uh, uh, the kind of activity that we uh, recommend to to lower your risk of developing a, a heart disease. Uh, so, yes, shoveling snow is is bad for for the for everybody. It's bad for the heart. Um, but uh, but again, regular walking most days for twenty to thirty minutes is 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 good for the heart for pretty much everybody. And and would bicycling be a good thing? Yeah, bicycling is good. Bicycling, uh, swimming, uh, those types of aerobic exercises tend tend to be uh, very good for, for for most most individuals. Well, I um, really appreciate you sharing your expertise with us, and. And I want to, uh, as I do with all my guests, um, Willie, give you an opportunity to uh, share some places where listeners can find out 
more and, and some resources that, that people can use. My guest is uh, Dr. Willie Edward Lawrence, Jr. He is the uh, cardiologist and um, or chief of cardiology at Research Medical Center in Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, a um, regular volunteer for the American Heart Association, um, sharing his expertise with them in, in various places like today. And um, yeah. Willie, where where can people go to get some really reliable information about high blood pressure and what can be done about it? Uh, well, first of all, I want to also mention that I'm a, a, a new resident of, uh, of, of, of Michigan and the uh, health equity for uh, Spectrum here in, uh, in Benton Harbor. Uh, you can go to visitheart.org slash HBP control. That's heart.org high blood pressure HBP control to learn about the uh, National Hypertension Control Initiative and watch the on-demand video where you'll be inspired by stories from a business owner, a pastor, and a community health center director uh, talking about the, the creative community collaborations and what inspired them to get involved in helping to improve the health of their communities and how you can too. Uh, did so we got you away from kansas city to to be here in uh michigan yes indeed i'm i'm i'm, I'm i just moved to uh ben harbor about three days ago and i i look forward to my my, my work here in uh in, in michigan after uh, living in kansas city for uh for more than 30 years well it's great to have you with us and and uh Best of luck to you, and and thanks again for sharing your expertise with me and the listeners this morning. Well, well, thank you, and and thank you for your support of the American Heart Association. All right, take care. That was uh, Dr. Willie Edward Lawrence, Jr., cardiologist, newly to Michigan. I think we had a little almost breaking news there, Um, but... um, Willie works regularly with the American Heart Association, um, talking about uh, community engagement and self-monitoring and uh, how those things are, are key to controlling blood pressure. And with that, we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. I 
This is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now too, and even now. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Vi from the Blue Hawaiian. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. 
More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen in the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. explain to you what we're going to do. Fine. First of all, we work this show with three cameras. Three cameras? Yes, we have three cameras. We have one in the center over here, uh-huh. we have one on the side, oh, yeah. and one over here on this side. Oh, yeah. Now, all three of these cameras are immobile. They're where? They're fixed. I didn't know that. Yes, they're stationary cameras. Oh, oh, oh. They don't move. You said fixed, doesn't yeah. it? Well, they're fixed in place. I had my cat fixed. We can go there. Oh, no, no. It's not the same thing at all. Oh, so, terrible Tom, we used to call it. So, so, so uh, what's important is... Oh, he was the terror of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. We had to have him fixed. Yeah, but I want you to pay attention. He to just me. sits in the bread box and stares at me now. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's very important. We call him Sam Spade. All right. Now, just forget about your capture. I have to explain to you what we're going to do. Well, the important thing is just look at the camera where you see the red light. First of all, we'd like you to uh, tell us something about yourself. We know that you are a doctor. Yes, a DM. An MD. 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 <laughs> doctor, in, uh, in medicine today, it seems to me that most men are specializing. Well, what's happened an awful lot to today in medicine is that we have found that uh, in medicine that many of the people, particularly the doctors, are specializing. Yes, well, I'm certainly glad you cleared that up for us. Uh, and we were uh, talking about that old last Thursday down at the doctor place. The hospital. The hospital. The hospital. The hospital. <laughs> and, uh, and how about you, doctor? What's yours? Uh, bourbon, if you have it. No. Well, doctor, I, I mean, in, uh, in what field do you operate, sir? Well, we don't operate in the field. We have a new building. No. <laughs> Some of the older ladies complain of grass stains. <laughs> Well, are you an obstetrics? No, we're down next to the elevator. No. Doctor, I, I mean, you do have a specialty. Someone comes to see you. Your name's on the door there. Oh, yes. And uh, it's yes. your specialty. Right. I'm a surgeon. Surgeon. C-E-R-G-O-N. You're a general surgeon? Yes, I do. You uh, you do general surgery? Yes, I am. Well, which I was correct, of course, we realize you don't operate alone. No, we like to have a patient there. Uh, you can go cutting right through the wood otherwise. <laughs> Doctor, I, I mean that you do have a crew to assist you. Oh, if I you see, I'm asking you these questions because I would imagine there must be thousands of young men around the country. Well, there must be. I can't get on a golf course. Yes, I know. But I, I've been watching our program tonight, and I'll bet you a lot of these young fellows are interested in medicine. Well, I hope so, uh, because we've got a lot of it we're trying to sell. No, no, no. They don't want to buy any medicine. We're overstocked in Oreo mass. No, no, doctor. I mean, some of these young fellows watching the show tonight might have an interest in a medical career. Oh, hallelujah. Well, 
Well, we certainly need them. Well, we need them down the doctor by well, the hospital. hospital. <laughs> I think these young fellows should realize you just don't get to be a doctor. No, sir. You've got to study. 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 Long, hard period of training. You certainly are. You have to study everything. Study is as study does. Isn't that the truth? You truth? must read lots of pamphlets oh, yes. and hang around the drugstore. Oh, yes. Yes, uh, pharmaceuticals is a great study. It certainly can. Yeah. Doctor, you were very high in your class. No, I get high on weekends. No, 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 doctor. You, you graduated magna cum laude. Magna cum laude. Right, yes, right there. Number one in the class of over 400. 412, yes, sir. I was class president and uh, captain of the lacrosse team. Is that so? And I was also the uh, valedictorian. Valedictorian. That's the one. Valedictorian in your class. In your valedictory address, doctor, you included a motto. I certainly will. Now, I haven't heard this motto, but I understand this is the thought that you claim is responsible for having put you in this eminent position you now uh, enjoy in the medical world. Medical world is as medical world does. Well, that isn't the motto. No, 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 no. Well, I wonder if we can prevail upon you, doctor, to pass your motto on to our television audience at this time. You know it might help some of these young fellows would like to follow in your footsteps. I'd be more than coil. Oh, you're wonderful. Thank you. I knew you were talking. Thank you. The motto that has helped me through life and through school, and it goes, how many times have we jumped over and said to ourselves, let's go back. These are the new things, and throw out, and we go back and say, how many, and that's not enough. We must feel in our hearts that the highway of life is paved, and we must walk the white line of life and know that each of us that has ever and gone back has known that the new, don't touch me, the newness, we can feel that as you lift it, lift it as you. Know not why, but why know not. These are the things that we worry. All of us, gather a whole big bunch of it and throw it against the wall sometimes. I'm sure there was something in there for almost everybody. Oh, yeah. Doctor, I want to thank you for taking some of your valuable time and spending it here with us tonight. Well, I feel that if I can bring, uh, and, and whether or not, yes, well, I'm still working on throwing it against the wall, so we'll work on that. But I, I did want to ask you one question before you left, Doctor. Uh, you're familiar with this great problem that's uh, uh, just covering the whole world, the population exposure. Oh, big problem, big, big problem. problem. And, and I, oh. I don't have the figures oh. readily at hand, but I understand that somewhere in the world there's a woman having a baby every couple of seconds. Yes, that's the problem. We've got to find her and stop her. All right, Doctor. The doctor was looking at the x-ray, and I asked him, what do you see? And he kept on looking at the x-ray, as he said in French to me. I see bones. I see gizzards and bones. And a few kidney stones. Among the lovely bones I see hips And fourteen paper clips Three asparagus tips Among the lovely bones I see things 
in your peritoneum that belong in the British Museum. I see your spine, and your spine looks divine. It's exactly like mine. Now, doesn't that seem strange? And in case you use pay telephones, there's $2 in change among your lovely bones. Oh, hello there, nurse. Come over here and look at this x ray. It's really remarkable. Lumbar vertebrae supposed to be connected to the clavicle? Well, I know, but it's scotch tape. Hey, look what's in there. Look at that, it's a stamp. It's a 1922 McKinley Ultramarine Blue with imperfect perforations. I've got to get that out and put it in my collection. Look in there, there's printing. What does it say in there? U.S. Certified Grade A. Look at this. Fascinating. See those little round things? You know what those are? Those are M&Ms. Those people are right. They don't melt. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Well, that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. Don't forget, uh, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk about immigration with uh, immigration attorney and expert Elizabeth Goss. That'll be followed by our weekly roundtable, Armchair Politics. Mark Everson joining our roundtable regulars, Paul Rosicki and Henry Hatter for our weekly uh, commentary and analysis about local, state, and national headlines and current events. So it's Wednesday. That means armchair politics. I want to say thanks to all the guests that were on the show today, uh, starting with um, Dr. Uh, Willie Lawrence talking about uh, managing high blood pressure. And, of course, before that, uh, something that would um, definitely raise your <laughs> your blood pressure. The story, Proof of Life, 20 Days on the Hunt for a Missing Person in the Middle East with uh, author Daniel Levin, based on a true story. And, of course, uh, earlier this morning, Bill Oxford from the American Legion. Good night, everybody. It's a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. 
most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.